Hi, this is Emily Elizabeth. Welcome to the Wild Love Podcast. Come with my guests and I as we tackle the taboo topics that the church doesn't talk about. We're here to bring you unfiltered conversations, exposing the truth about sex, dating, and faith. We're not scared to talk about the hard stuff. Are you? Let's get into it. I'm so excited to have you on here. I found your Instagram through TikTok because you had started a cancel porn movement on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who is this guy? I need to meet him. I need to figure (laughs) out what he's doing. Um, So before we talk about everything about you, because I want to hear all the details of why you started that and what led you to do that, I want to talk a little bit about my history uh, with porn and sex and all that stuff. So people that are listening to this can have uh, just a little bit of an interpretation of where my background comes from, because I do post a lot about that. Um, So I'm going to start that. So I'm 26. I live in Los Angeles, California. I got saved five years ago. I'm going to just really be talking to you. So you're going to hear my testimony. Come on. Um, And I came to faith before I was a Christian. I was super into sex and uh porn basically i was in multiple relationships throughout the age of 16 all the way till when i was saved and in those relationships porn was just a normal thing for me um i started watching porn at the age i think of 15 because i was really into this website called tumblr and there was just a lot of graphics on there and it kind of you know got my mind stirring what is this Um, what is this about? And then from there at 17, I entered into a relationship and the guy that I was dating was also watching porn. It's a pretty normalized thing nowadays. So I didn't realize that this was just such a, you know, a big issue. And I thought that it was normal in the context of relationships. So he was watching porn. And then as our relationship developed, we actually brought porn into the bedroom, which a lot of people do, actually. It's a very normal thing as well um, in culture. And it it almost made, at the time, I didn't understand, but it did make our intimacy like down because we were bringing somebody else into the bedroom with us in a way. Um, so mm-hmm. that was my firsthand experience with porn. And then After that relationship, we broke up and I just continued to watch porn as a way to fill a void um, or feel good for like a moment. Mm -hmm. And this is just from a girl's perspective. I'm sure it's different from a guy, but it was a way for me to feel comfortable and feel like I was learning something about sex as well. I know a lot of people argue, you know, porn teaches you stuff about sex. Um, And it was a way for me to feel like connected when I didn't have a partner. Um, So continued to watch porn, didn't think too much of it. And then when I got saved at the age of 22, that's when God really convicted me over this addiction. I mean, I was watching porn probably like four times a week plus. Um, It was just like a nightly thing. I would literally just lock myself in my room, maybe not hang out with my friends or something just to like watch porn. I would like make time for it in my day. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. And so long story short, I got saved and it was a process. I think for me at least, um, and I'm sure that this is part of your testimony as well, but God can free you from it in a moment. But for me, it wasn't a moment. I probably watched porn like a handful of times after being saved. And it was God slowly convicting my heart over 
the industry, over the people, over the things that really ended up turning me to the other side of it. And then Mm -hmm. uh, last year, I actually had an opportunity to go work at this nonprofit called A21. They fight human trafficking and sex slavery, which brought a whole different level into my idea of what porn was because I wasn't aware that there was human trafficking on Pornhub, that there was, you know, girls being kidnapped and um, raped and forced to have sex um, on these websites, which is honestly just so crazy because as a consumer, we're not thinking about that. That we're actually thinking very selfishly about feeding our own desire. Um, yeah, so that was, that's my story. And then I just have felt over time that God has just really called me to speak into that because it, I had such a radical change and I know that there's so many people from ages, um, literally 10 years old, Mm -hmm. younger until older that struggle with this addiction or, whatever. I know that you have the stats on that as well. So I'm so curious. What's your story? Like why, what led you to start this cancel porn movement? What, what, what are you passionate about it? Why? Oh my goodness. So I I struggled with it uh, starting at 11 years old. Okay. Um, And honestly, it just became kind of a normalized thing. I didn't know Jesus at the time. It was just Mm -hmm. like, this was just something I found online. It was accessible. Uh, I'm going to access it. (laughs) And you know, that, that's, that was just kind of that. And then I found out growing up that it was kind of normalized. Like, uh, like, um, there, there were times at school where like the, like the, the boys would just openly talk about it, like in the locker rooms and stuff. It was, it was weird. I never took part of those conversations, but like, that's when I re- realized like, Oh, this is an actual thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually I, uh, I got saved at 15 years old. Um, and I still struggled with it. Uh, and when I was 17, it got kind of, it got kind of bad. Like it, it was, it was definitely a once a night thing. Um, because that's what it's, it's meant to be addicting. Like that's, that's, that's where the money comes from is, is addictions. Right. So, uh, there, it was at one point where I, I was praying about it. And, uh, this one time, this one time I said, like, God, I like, I want to stop, but I can't. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness. Like, I, I, I'll tell you, like, I, I had a dream that mm-hmm. I, I honestly, to this day, believe is from God, mm-hmm. uh, where, Basically, I mean, I'll, I'll just tell the dream because yeah, just to kind of get context. I want to know. So, so, yeah. All right. Anyways, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> no. Just cliffhanger. Uh, so I'm like, get deep. Tell me all the details. <laughs> all right. All right. For sure. For sure. I'm like, the boys so, were talking about it in a locker room. What is that? <laughs> I want to know. No, for, for, for we don't hear those things ask, as girls. Yes, I know. Feel free to ask any questions. Like, if yeah, I'm, I'm very them. curious. Yeah. So, so this dream, I, I literally. I went to bed and I woke up at three in the morning. I was like, what the heck is happening? Uh, so I threw on some Jesus music to get me back to sleep. And I went back to sleep. And uh, the dream started off with me and my friend, Justin. Mm. Oh, his name is Justin O'Shields. And we were just driving on the road. And we look, we looked to our right and we see this girl in a parking lot. Just, uh, she's just, you know, singing. Mm. And she looked, she looked homeless. And we were like, well, let's go give her a dollar. Uh, and when we, when we got up to her, uh, she seemed kind of drunk. But she took Justin's dollar and then she tried, she started to skip away. And uh, I was like, that's so weird. But um, I was like, wait, 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 like, what is your name? And she mm. turned around and she said, my name is Heaven. And like instantly I got chills. But then uh, for some reason, like I, I was speechless. And then Justin goes, oh, wait, wait, wait. Like as if he knows her. Mm. I was like, wait, wait, like uh, seven streaks of heaven. Mm. And like these beams of light like flew across the parking lot. 
like it, it literally like shook me to my core it's a very prophetic dream <laughs> i know i know trust me like it is really weird but then she goes justin we need you." no in it's the not city. weird <laughs> she says she said cody we need you in the city or no mm. she said justin we need you in the city and i was like wait i want to go to the city too and she looked mm. at me and she said cody you changed cities mm. and instantly i started crying because i, I knew what was happening and un, like uncontrollably i started saying i want to stop but i can't like i want to mm. stop but i can't and like i looked at, i looked like again i'm looking at this girl who said her name was heaven in the eyes and i swear i saw the eyes like the sadness of jesus oh wow because Oof, i know I like, i'm not even chills. kidding I, w- I woke up and i tried to get out of bed and i went straight to the ground because i could not oh, walk wow. and i did not i did not sleep for three days i had to go to the doctor because i thought i lost my salvation yeah i went to the, I went to the doctor be- i know i went to the doctor because like i was like i can't sleep and i tried to explain it to him i was like i don't know if you're like religious or anything yeah, and you're like, God, oh, like i'm crazy yeah yeah he's like, <laughs> I, I told him what happened and he didn't understand but some um, 17 year old kid <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and then that's kind of when i realized like it's time it's time to stop because i mean like that like that in itself was enough for me to start like going the other way i still struggled with it um on and off and then uh, it did, it did kind of ruin my, like my view on relationships. Cause I got in a relationship. It was like four, it was four years long all the way through high school. Yeah. And, um, porn kind of entered its way into it. And then like, I noticed like I started to objectify more mm. than anything, like just, just being straight vulnerable. Yeah. Say it. Um, yeah. And like, I, I like, there's, there's nothing you could tell me like to, to convince me that any girl deserves that because that's, what's going to happen. If you let porn in a relationship, you're going to, you're going to want out of her what you see in these videos. Yeah. It's just, it's just how it is and uh mm. recently literally like this is this is leading up to the the whole movement the whole start of the movement uh someone one of my friends uh tweeted it was like december like early december she just tweeted like with no context cancel porn mm. shout, shout out angie uh, she, I, i'm gonna send this to her she just and, and <laughs> i read it and i was like oh okay that's cool Kept scrolling. <laughs> and then, uh, and like, then like, uh... but, yeah but that stuck with me and I, I uh, didn't know why. And one day I just started like doing research because I wanted to like find out like, like, I, I think I read one article. It was the one about the girl who went missing in Florida. Yeah. I, I Can you share that story it. on here? Yes. Yes. So ba- basically um, it's, it's a, a girl went missing in Florida uh, and that like they had no idea where she was. And then her mom, um, I I'm, think it was through the word of a friend, found out that she was on Pornhub. Oh, wow. Uh, across 58 different videos. Wow. Um, and that that's how they found her. And the, I, I didn't get to read, again, like the, this whole thing. It, this started three days ago. Yeah. And and I have been like digging into so much stories at the same time. Wow. Because like, it, it, is, it is absolutely like that broke my heart. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, yeah, once I read that, I was like, I started digging more and more into it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is this is way too, way too common in this industry and the worst part is that like the industry's profiting from it yeah and no, nobody's saying anything like I, I see people occasionally in the comments like on a like on a tiktok about what porn does to you they'll say like yeah i need to stop uh but i can't and i was like yeah. oh, like that that's kind of parallel to what i was going through um and then i just started messing around on my computer just throwing some graphics together uh sent it to one or two of my friends and like they said is their profile picture and just started blasting it i love and it it. Blew, it blew up like crazy Yes. And, I saw it and I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, get me on here. <laughs> oh my goodness. It is like, God, God is moving like, yeah, in, like a crazy amount through it. Yeah, he is. He needs, but, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I thank you for sharing that 
It's so cool. I love testimonies. I love, I'm also, I have so many more questions, but for sure. Yeah. As soon as I felt like I started talking about it, it's such a taboo subject in the Christian world. And, Mm -hmm. but it's so real. It's so, so real. So many Christians struggle with masturbation, porn, all those things. And it shouldn't be taboo. I mean, it's, it's a sin and it's right in front of us. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, even going on TikTok, you're basically, there's so many porn like videos on there yeah um, and it's so quiet too like know what you just struggle with it and don't talk about it yeah people don't talk about it um sorry what no no you're okay no <laughs> um yeah so people don't talk about it but it's been crazy like for me being open about it i so i made one video on tiktok and it was a testimony video and it was like, I've been basically freed from sex and porn addiction for the last five years. And it went viral on TikTok and on Instagram reels. And from that, that's when I started getting like a, I think I got like probably 200 to like so many messages from girls (laughs) across the world, just being like, I struggle with this. How do I stop? How do I get freed? And I would, I'm going to talk about that on here, just my struggle with it and how I felt I got freedom from it. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to hear your perspective as a guy as well. Um, But yeah, it's crazy how big this topic is. And it's something that I know for me that I'm going to just keep pushing into because there's so much that we don't know. There's so much secrecy. Even yesterday, I was talking to you earlier, but I had posted a TikTok video that was very short. It was like five seconds long. And it was basically why porn is bad for relationships and how it destroys intimacy with your partner because you know you end up seeing your partner as this object that you want like you had said like that you want to be doing stuff with instead of like a person that you love and want intimacy with um you're seeing them as an object so exactly I posted something like that on my reels and my tiktok and this famous porn star in the industry reposted it and was like this is the the stupidest thing i've ever seen in my life like this woman had seven million followers on instagram and she's like this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen in my life blah 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 x y and z mm-hmm. and to me i'm like you know she's a famous porn star and and she she had said on the comment as well she's like i actually enjoy my job like i enjoy being a porn star and on, and then that perspective, me, I'm like, yeah, you could enjoy it. I understand that. But also there's millions of people that are watching that and their marriages are being ruined and their relationships are being ruined and they're having this false idea of sex and all these things. So it's so it's so crazy that there's so many different realms of porn that we can talk about. There's the sex trafficking, there's the like intimacy issues, there's the breaking up relationships. Like there's just so many things that porn does that's bad yeah it's just, just a giant even, wrecking ball like that, that's how i see wrecking it wrecking ball there's yeah. nothing good about it and like sex is beautiful like god created sex i think sex in its fullness which is something i always talk about is the most beautiful thing that we can experience but porn brings sex into this like into a light that it's sh- it's supposed to be sacred you yes, know sex exactly. is between uh a husband and a wife and it's sacred to god and then putting it out there as something that's just open is 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 actually kind of it's dangerous like god yes. has called that to be sacred so we're kind of going on a tangent but yeah no i like joshua uh joshua broom i don't know if you know who joshua broom is i don't know who that is uh, so he's an up. he's an ex-porn star oh yeah um, i want to hear about this yeah and so basically he he was in this video that went viral as a meme 
uh-huh. uh, like one of the famous quotes is like, this isn't a beach, this is a bathtub. Uh-huh. Um, I know it sounds weird, but trust me, I know like anybody, somebody listening to this is going to recognize, I'm talking okay. like tens of millions of views because it, it was just, it was a, it was a uh, porn, it was just a pornographic video and people, people thought it was hilarious. So they shared it like on every, like just that one clip and uh, everybody knew him for that. Oh wow! And he he left the porn industry and now is actually a pastor oh, at a wow. church and he preaches against Ooh. it. And um, something something that uh, he said in his testimony is like sex was as normal as shaking hands, in the, like in the industry. Like he didn't know the names; he just he was just there to work and then like and move on. Like he it didn't it didn't matter like whether it was a boy or a girl, how many cameras there were. Wow. He just he just he just did what he was told and that that was it. Wow. And like like that can break a person and wow. like so yeah it is it is absolutely insane like even from the inside of the industry it is just as broken you know how did you get connected with him uh so i actually got connected with him before the i found i found him on tiktok because he was making a video and like this is where like my mind was already stirring the cancel porn i had everything like already planned out yeah graphics made and everything so i reached out to him and i was like bro are you down <laughs> yeah you know and he was like yes i i'm i'm 110 percent in because he's wow. so passionate against it uh, and that's just the power of honestly social media. Like we just used our platforms. So I actually to get his attention, um, I, I made a video about him just to spread out his testimony. And then yeah. that's whenever we got connected. And then finally, like to this day, like we still talk because he's, he's so God. wise. Yeah, I love that. It's so. I mean, I'd love to get him on here. It's crazy to have that type of insight into the porn industry because we're seeing it as consumers, but there are so many things that we don't understand about oh, it. Or at oh, least yeah. I don't. I I'm like... willing to bet he he'd be more than happy to. I'm pretty sure he'd be more than happy to. Oh yeah, because we'll he's get super, him super on passionate. Here. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll connect you with him. Yeah. So how? What do you feel like? If so, if you're speaking to an audience right now, like what do you think are some tools or takeaway that someone listening can take from, you know, you getting freed from this or like if they're in a relationship, like why is porn so bad? And I'll also answer that question, but I'm curious what your perspective is. So the, the movement started off as just like straight up, just like, we got to just cancel porn. Like this is, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And it was kind of, it was kind of uh, for a second hopping on cancel culture. I I feel like cancel culture was just like a quick jump to the top, like for everyone to notice it, like because cancel culture is like trending. Yeah, cancel culture. <laughs> yeah. Like so, cancel uh, culture. Uh-huh. so uh huh. So, in order, like, I, I'll be real. Like that, that was kind of a tangent. I was going somewhere with that, but uh, ever since, ever since I stopped, and ever since I, I started reading into this, like, and reading into the facts, I have never like felt so happy. Mm. You know that we're moving against it. Not not just that, like, that I know what's going on, and now like not. I used to hate porn, but now like it's beyond the words hate because of what yeah. has happened in the industry. Yeah. Um, like I, I can't even imagine going, going back to, to like, to, to looking at that now with what That's I found how out. I feel too. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it, it feels freeing, you know, once yeah. you, once you, once you educate yourself and once you like tr- truly get to know what's going on in the industry, like you're not going to want to go back. Yeah. And also I just want to say if anybody is listening to this right now and they do struggle with porn addiction and you want freedom from it, there's no shame. There's no shame that you watch porn. Um, this podcast really is purely to let you know that you're not alone. Like people like yeah. me and Cody have struggled with it. Thank God that we have freedom from it, but um, we just want to let you know that freedom is available. And if you are still trapped in the cycle of watching porn, I don't want you to feel shame. Um, 
we want you to know that you cannot. And this is, there's no judgment against it. Um, there is a better way though. And there's a better way to intimacy and there's a better way to sex and connection with a partner and with God wow. and yourself. So I just want to so good. put that out there. <laughs> yeah, <but>. for sure. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. that's really good. Yeah. I'm like, I'm convicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Jesus is like, Hey, these are my yeah. kids. <laughs> Um, but so what was some stuff that you felt like as you were progressing out of it, like, like what were things that really helped progress you other than just the facts that you were like getting the actual insight on it? Was it a relationship that really brought you to your knees type of thing about Um, it? So, so yeah, I did, I did kind of reflect on my past, like, like, relationship with my with my now ex-girlfriend yeah um like that that was definitely like i would i literally wish i can go back and just change everything you know yeah um but in terms of uh what what that's such a good question i'm trying to like i'm trying to answer like this uh and i mean if if you want to get real like the biggest the biggest uh relationship that it was affecting was my relationship with god yeah like like just more more than anything like it was literally driving, driving unnecessary distance in between us. Like where yeah, God wanted good. to use me, I was, I was letting porn use me. <laughs> like, yeah, that's so, so, good. so once I, once I stopped like that, really that, like my relationship with God got closer. I was able to hear like God, what, what, what he was calling me to be obedient to. Yeah. And then that's what caused, that's what caused all this. Oof. Like, cause you, you cannot tell me with like the amount of multiplication that this had, like God's hand is evident. Like there was no way Man. that I was going to be able to do this by myself. Yeah. That's convicting. I'm like, huh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I say that all the time though. I'm like, God, I, I mean, just my perspective on, on sex and porn and lust and all that stuff. Like God wants a willing heart. And if we have these things in front of God or before God, then God can't use you. Yeah. You know, because like, you, you have, have to have fight. a you have to have a pure heart. Like God wants the pure in heart and he wants to use people that are willing to lay down the things of this world in order to be used for a greater purpose. And it's hard to understand that when you're in the moment, but porn and lust, it's all distractions Mm -hmm. like from the enemy. And we know that, and we know that there's more and dying to self and dying to flesh. It's like, these are principles that we learn in church and in the Bible, but the actual fruit of it is true. And you I mean, I can see it in my life. You can see it in your life, like the actual dying of flesh and giving that up, like God is able to use that. And you're able to speak to millions of people that don't have that strength from the Lord to break through that and jump to that next step with him. Yeah. Um, So I I totally agree with that. Go ahead. There was a quote I heard. um, It said, it was like, you have to, you have to fight the battles inside with God before you can fight any battles outside uh, with God on your side. So true. And that, that's kind of what like spoke to me because like there, there's like, if I'm struggling with porn, there's no way that this would have worked out, you know? Yeah. Like, like that's, um, I don't know. That's just something that, that stuck with me throughout. It still sticks with me to this day. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that like God uses us for our greatest weakness. I mean, there's things that I still struggle with and I still talk about. I know that there's pastors that still struggle with stuff and they still preach, you know? Yeah. And I think that, um, we just have to always be in a place of repentance. Like, I mean, I'm not coming on here saying I watch porn and I'm also saying end porn, but there mm-hmm. are definitely things that I still struggle with in relationship and dating and stuff like that. But I still come on here and I'm vulnerable and say, Hey, like God is working this out. You're not alone. So good, like yeah. I still struggle with boundaries in my relationship. Like God has, I'm thankful that I don't watch 
porn, but if I did, like, I would come on here and be like, yo, I'm struggling with this. Like, I'm here with you, you know? Yes, it doesn't yeah. make you not a believer. It doesn't make you not a Christian. It's just the process of redemption and reconciliation to Christ. So, which is what you're explaining. For mm -hmm. me, when I was in, when I got saved, it was this process. It took years, like, to, like, I had watched porn, like, a couple of times when I first got saved, and I loved Jesus. Like, there was, I loved God, but I really had to get to this place of, like, God had to work it out of me over a time. Some people get freed in the moment. Some people it's yeah. like this process. So I just wanted to share that with people because I do get these messages saying, how do I get freed from this? And, and I think it's just the first step is to be willing and mm -hmm. asking God for forgiveness and opening that, that up to him and being like, Hey, this is something I struggle with. And then allowing the work of God into your life over time and Come repenting on, yeah. and all those things. And, and knowing that we're imperfect in it. So I don't know. It's so interesting because I think people think like, and this is with all areas, I'm kind of tangenting, but it's, it's in all areas and mental health and this and, and that people are like, oh, God's going to free me. Well, God didn't free me. So does he not love me enough? It's yeah. like, no, it just, sometimes it takes time of, you know, purifying and refining to get to that place with Jesus where he can fully use you for that thing. And sometimes our biggest struggle is what God wants to use us most for in this world. Mm -hmm. And we have to recognize that. I mean, that's yes. what happened with Jesus, you know, that preach that'll preach. Come on. Yeah. Well, Ooh. that's it. <laughs> I'm over here like, <laughs> yeah. preaching the gospel on uh, here. <laughs> <come> on. <laughs> uh, uh, I love it. But, um, do you have any, anything else that's like in your mind or on your spirit that you would like love to talk about or share? Yes. Uh, okay. So let me, let me go ahead and pull this up. So go someone, um, also I'd love to hear stats if you have any, I feel like you're super informative. I don't have all the stats that you have. Uh, <laughs> trust me, like not even like I literally, there's so much that I, I, I have it like in a notes tab somewhere <laughs> on my phone because like the, there's so much statistics, like, and the way, the way my brain works is like, if I start thinking of statistics, I'll get them all like crossed up. Yeah. And then, like, like, but, uh, here, so what I was going to say, um, uh, my friend, my friend, Dana, she uh, sent me this out of nowhere. I haven't talked to her in a few weeks because I've mm -hmm. been so busy with this. Uh, but she sent me this out of nowhere and was like, hey, I really feel the spirit like led me to send you this. And it's Jeremiah 1, Ooh. 7 through 10. Read it. Um, yeah, it says, but the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth for you shall go to all whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Mm. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, I've put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and pull down, to destroy and throw down, mm. to build and to plant. And this spoke to me because like, honestly, I did feel for a second, like I am way too young to be, to be going up against like this giant, right? Like this is a little, like people are literally saying like, it is, it is a giant it's industry. It's a giant, yeah. And, it's like uh, a billion dollar industry. Yeah. And like, and there even came a point where like, I took a $19 second. $19 billion dollar industry. Like it was like $13 billion a year. Is what, is what i've heard and like there came a point where like all this all this started happening and i took a second to start reading all these negative comments because you, you we are getting a lot of hate yeah uh, we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of support but we're getting a lot of hate too and i was just reading all the hateful comments and i straight up like as soon like four comments in, i started having a panic attack because i was mm. like i'm only four in there's like nineteen thousand to go <laughs> yeah don't worry yeah <laughs> yeah so i was like oh my goodness and uh <laughs> where, where i'm going with that is like you you can't th this movement started off with a couple of like three teenagers is what i'm saying and now yeah. now like i see 
thousands. Like, you know, we were three teenagers, like wanting to be obedient to God. Yeah. And now, so now there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people like changing their profile, pro- like their profile picture, the neon orange. Yeah. And then saying, this is day one. And Ooh. like my favorite part about it is that not even, not even like, not even all of them are Christian. Yeah. Like, so like cool. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they have the energy, but they're saying like, they're saying like cursing, like towards porn, like F porn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I love the energy, but like. Well, porn ruins <laughs> relationships. I mean, you yeah. don't have to be a Christian to realize that. Oh yeah. It's not, this is like common. If uh-huh. you're in any relationship and you're dating someone in either of, it's not just men. So yeah. stop singling out men. Like it's women too. Both parties can watch porn. Mm-hmm. And it does. It ruins intimacy in a relationship. It brings, it actually like kills the fire, I feel like, because, you know, so people, I think, understand that, but I do love the heart of God for it. Oh, yes. I think that's really cool. I love that you just shared that. My, my favorite part of this movement so far. So we're trying to do weekly Zoom calls. Yeah. Um, And we did our first one last Friday and it it was, it was a mess because we had no, we had no idea how to use Zoom. Like we didn't even know how to set to where we could do co-hosts and stuff. So like only one of us could kick out because there was a lot of trolls. Like, like instantly, as soon as we set the meeting, the waiting room went like all the way to 500, like within two seconds. Yeah. And we were like, this is crazy. And we have no idea what we're doing. What are we we doing? Yeah. We just started it. And then we realized we didn't have some settings turned on, but we did it. We just went ahead anyways. I love Uh, it. And a lot of people joined to troll. Like they would join and they would honestly just start playing porn videos like on their camera. Oh, wow. That's savage. I I know, but we, we were quick. We were just gone. Like we would just kick them. Uh, But one kid, one kid, he was 15 years old. He joined doing the same thing. He was planning on doing the same thing, but he wanted to wait until a deep moment to do it. And, uh, we kind of had like a situation where we were, we would talk, people would have questions, we would unmute them. And, uh, he opened up, like he came on here to troll, but he listened and, uh, he, he wanted to hear what was going on within the porn industry. Mm. And he X'd out, he X'd out that porn video and, um, changed all of his socials to the neon orange. Let's go. And now it's 100% like he's 110% behind the movement. And wow. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm sending this kid a shirt because that gave me chills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so cool. And I mean, like, I think people just need knowledge over it. People yeah, don't understand, that's, that's what I'm saying. especially at that age. And I mean, I'm 26 and it took mm. me years to understand the depths of what I was watching. And, yeah. you know, I, I went through working at one of the biggest sex slavery organizations in the world. And I was still like, what is happening? So I think just putting out knowledge like you're doing with these videos that you're creating is so key to spreading mm-hmm. this movement. It's awesome. Yeah, that's my favorite. Like a lot of people were commenting, like, honestly, like I didn't have anything against the porn industry before, but like now that you're saying it, it's like, this is terrible. Yeah. And that that's, that's exactly what you're preaching right there is like, exactly. it's happening, you know? Yeah. It's money. It's lust. It's greed. It's, it's so many different things that bring this huge industry into this like really it is a giant monster <laughs> oh yeah it yeah is terrifying <laughs> yeah well i appreciate you so much i'm so excited <laughs> just to continue to connect and i'm i feel like i'm like gonna ask you to do another interview with me in three months from now when you're on tv talking about it yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm telling you I, we were talking we were talking about uh oh, they're gonna pull this up to like court to like to represent like the movement or something and we were yeah gonna, we were, we were gonna walk know. up and cancel porn suits <laughs> we were yeah. gonna get a neon orange suits and we were gonna roll up and man yeah count me no. in i'm down <laughs> yeah that, that'd be that'd be amazing but we'll, well see i mean we'll i know that, that por- i know that porn hub i, I i'm not sure 
too much about all the details or information, but I know that they're get are they getting shut down? They shut down a lot of it. They shut down they, a lot of they it. They had they had thirteen million videos up and now they have four million. Oh, they had thirteen million and now four million. See, these are the stats that I'm yeah. like, don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, crazy. That's a insane, huge yeah. win. So there's definitely stuff happening. Um and I'm so I just think it's so cool that you're stepping in and God's mm-hmm. calling you and and you're being willing and I really and appreciate that. Yeah. Look what's happening. Jesus. We're trying to get I, I got one more thing to say. Yeah, the, go. The, the, talk. The talk, goal talk. is so uh, I read I read in 1998 because I was wondering why the heck is there no laws on this? Like yeah. why the heck is this not regulated at all? So good. And uh, so I, I I was doing some digging and it took me forever to find it. But in 1998, they tried to pass a law called the Child Online Protection Act, which Ooh. like they call it COPA. And it took them nine years to deny it, but they, it was contested because it was a violation of the First Amendment. And which is what freedom of freedom, freedom of speech, freedom religion, of speech, like, yeah. like all, all that. That's crazy. So, I know, but that, that's what contested it. But then what? Um, I also read that they didn't really have a good way to verify the age because this was like 1998 to 2008. Yeah. Uh, so like that. I mean, there was there was really no good way. Um, but they never brought it back up. And like at the time, like the porn industry was maybe like a tenth the size. And this porn industry just it just blew up, and then nobody questioned any of the laws or anything. And, and no now one you can could be, do anything about yeah. it. Yeah, and I found out like just recently, like the, the the amount of binders that are getting access to this stuff is ridiculous. Like yesterday, um, and that or on Friday in that Zoom call, one girl admitted that she she was six years old, and she was shown by her nine year old cousin, and she's been oh addicted since gosh. then. Oh my gosh! And then A another six year old. Yeah, what's up? Sure. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hi. She says hello. <laughs> so yeah so um so yeah the girl it was a girl that was six years old shown by a nine-year-old cousin a, another guy opened up that his grandpa showed him at the age of seven wow and they've been addicted since then and another kid wow. was fifth grade misclicked an advertisement like it is so easy to access this stuff it is it's ridiculous so and something needs to change yeah and that that's what we're pushing for right now is like we we decided i'm t- i'm like people are still running the count but i'm taking a step away from spreading the movement and trying yeah. to focus on action like on yeah action. <clears throat> action. well let me know how i can help with that i mean actually that's the there has to be like i wonder how they would do that there has to be policies that probably yeah. they're working out or something i wonder why that one law if it's still i don't know how that works is it still like sitting there or is it i think it was just like it was just case closed kind of thing that's crazy from what I, from what i've read but that that's the thing is like nobody has said anything like i tried yeah. looking any like for anybody contesting it so i can like blow it up but not nobody so like all, all i'm doing right now is emailing representatives i'm about to get on my platform and say everybody email this representative oh, so I'm, a, I'm in <laughs> like like he can't ignore 150 000 that's actually emails. very true <laughs> yeah like so i don't know that, that's kind of the step right now is like i'm just trying to focus on like a law change like something's got to change that's all yeah something has to change yeah or there has to be a block on something it is really crazy to think about how it has really sneaked its way into all of our lives in one way or another if it's Mm -hmm. through social platforms if it's through what you said ads or billboards like even uh, when you drive you see basically poor yeah and it, it breaks my heart that like six years old are you kidding me and like know, the worst part is is that the industry knows this and like yeah. and so like people always defend like oh but what about the sex workers you guys are going to be taking all their jobs but like the fact the fact of the matter is that these sex worker salaries are being paid for by the addictions of kids who aren't even old enough to have yeah. jobs 
so true. So like, wow. so like, I, I, all I know is that America has got the biggest viewing, like the view count for the entire porn industry by like times three. Yeah. And a good chunk of them are between like are under the age of 17. So if that law wow. passes, I think the industry will somewhat collapse from the inside. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would hope. Okay. Well, last question, random. That just came mm-hmm. to mind. What's your opinion on OnlyFans? While uh, we're it, here. It breaks my, so one of my friends, cause uh, she's, she was like trying to pay bills or something. Yeah. And she started an OnlyFans and within the first three days she made $2,000. Wow. That's crazy. And I was like, but that's like, so scary. I was like, I was like, I'm happy you could pay off your bills, but like, you're worth a little more than that, you know? And yeah. These guys are, cre- it's promoting pedophilia. Cause she's yeah, like that's what my I was age. Say. She's my age. And it's, she's like 20 years old. And the people wow. that are buying is like, like they're like 40, 30, like, like it is from literally like you're, you keep going that direction. You will be a pedophile. Yeah. Like, I, I want us to call you a pedophile at that point. Yeah. It, it just breaks my heart. Yeah. So, you know, only, only fans. I, that, that's the next movement is called cancel only. Fans. I know. Cancel. <laughs> I will be yeah. the first one on that one. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's so interesting. I feel like it's modern day prostitution and people don't even realize 100, it. 110%. And we're not going to realize it until 10 years from now when we're looking yeah. back and we're like, Oh shoot. Why did uh-huh. I do that? Like you're literally selling your body on the internet to strangers. It's, that's the same exactly. thing that prostitutions did, you know, or, the money, the money yeah, blinds them. Did. And, yeah. then, and then it's crazy. Grown, grown men feed it or grown yeah. women. Even, I don't know. It's, money does blind yeah i know it's it's very scary i so i started watching a couple videos on tiktok about OnlyFans, and i was i was like wow it's just crazy how easy it is to access porn to now contribute to porn as a female or male it's you could do it in your bedroom now you Mm -hmm. know you could it's it's wild what the internet's doing but i do believe that god is going to stop it. Hopefully the government will. Come on. Well. Uh, something, something's going to change. I'm not, I'm not Nothing like, has to change. Some, I, I know I'm not stopping until I'm dead. Something's got to change. I like, love that. I love I, the passion. I, yeah. I want to be on a billboard or something like just cancel porn. You <laughs> you will. Speak it I, out. I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I like, I, honestly, I got kind of scared because one, like one of our videos did go viral. Yeah. It so happened to be like my face, like five inches away from the camera yeah. and then the story going across and it's like, it's at like, 10 million views and i, I feel like i'm gonna that. be at walmart i'm gonna be like freaking walmart or something i I'm know jump because i'm trying to cancel porn and like it's I just know. so against the world it is against uh. my mom messaged me and she's like stop posting about this this is dangerous i'm yes. like ah! <laughs> one girl reached out to me and she said she was like cody i don't know how you're doing this but i posted this on my story and all my friends are hating me right now and oh, wow. one, one quote that i've been uh, hanging on to is if you want to be if you want to be loved by the world then be worldly yeah right so that that's, that's literally been the root of my moving is like, wow. I'm, I'm not, I'm not here for the world. I'm here. I'm here for God and to save these kids that are being pulled into this. And I love that. Yeah. Amen. I think it's also hard too. I feel like in your age range, cause how old are you? 20? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that it is such a taboo topic for my age range between 24 to 30. We know yeah. we're like, yeah. this is bad, you know, but we're still struggling with this even in our 20s to 30s so oh yeah i think it is really bold for a 20 year old to be doing this and posting it on their story because this is taboo and people are you know it, i always say if i was 19 or 20 and was seeing the videos that i was making now mm-hmm. i would probably be one of those people commenting on the videos being like this is so false how would yes. you be posting this because <laughs> i was in it you know i would do I the same thing yeah. so i was like 
I, I feel for those people. I don't, when I see hate comments, I'm like, I get it. Like if uh-huh. I were in your shoes, I would be hating me too. Yes, <laughs> but when exactly. you find freedom from something, it's, you know, you, you, you talk about it until you're done. You I think when you, I think when you expect hate, it's a lot easier to take it. Yeah. I just don't even, I can't even. Uh, yeah. At anymore. first, whenever, like at first I, I kind of assumed everyone had the same mindset, like porn is porn has been running people's lives for too long but yeah. like, I, didn't, I didn't think people would just defend it you know <laughs> like, i know it's crazy. i know like that, that, was, that was just like completely caught me off guard i don't I know i mean i literally just posted something on tiktok 20 minutes before this and i already had a comment this girl saying i watch porn during sex with my boyfriend and it's amazing and i'm like oh. i used to do that oh so goodness. i get it but yeah. at the same time that's not the fullness of what intimacy is and sex is it's yeah degree i know it's, away it's crazy. so yeah but anyways i'm gonna probably close this out Come and on. i'm excited for just everything that god's doing and how he's using you and i'm so appreciative that you came on here and just shared your testimony and shared all your you know facts about this because i really yeah. do feel like this is going to help people and empower people to make change what's your final thoughts uh on all of it <laughs> on all of all of it that's such a broad question what's your final uh, last words <laughs> uh straight up just re- read into it I, I encourage you to to do the like do the research yourself on exactly exactly what the porn industry is feeding off of and uh make make that decision from there i promise you you're not you're not going to want to keep on going i love but, that that's good my final last words are you're loved even if you are a porn star watching this if you are a young girl a young boy if you struggle with it um god sees you he knows you and there's freedom in it and we're excited to have you on board if you're watching this come join the movement cancel porn yeah cancel porn